Hey y'all, welcome back to Honey Just Be Motherhood Work Life Balance Podcast. It is none other than your host, Tia Mallory. And my hopes are that you got to listen to my last episode, which was emotions. If you did not get a chance to check that out, check that one out and all the rest of the episodes that have already previously dropped. This is actually our last episode for this season. Um, And we're going to be talking about peers and friendships and relationships that we have with our peers um, as far as from the motherhood standpoint and how we kind of create that balance between uh, work and life. That way we are 100% for our families. And like if you've seen on my social media, I do have a special guest today and it is none other than my lifelong friend um, since we got here on earth is my sister, uh, Sophia Hammond. Um, who is <laughs> recently married her sweetheart um, this past April. My sister is extremely hardworking. She is, like I said, a friend to me 100%. She also has her own business, So Luscious. She makes the best drinks in the world. Um, and then she also recently just dropped She, which is Sophia Hammond events from weddings to whatever you have events you want her to do for you. So check her out. She'll be dropping some things, uh, hopefully this fall, um, on her planning. She planned her whole entire wedding. Um, we kind of were her little workers behind the background, but she did amazing. Um, so congrats to her for that. So let's jump right in guys. You know how I am. I just get right into right to it. So when we talk about peers and friendships, I am just going to admit, I am not, have not always been, um, big on friendships, uh, for myself. And that was really a challenging thing that I had to get myself into having girls and understanding that they're going to have friends too. But I realized that there is a importance of peer relationships and how they are beneficial, um, to life and recognizing that. Um, it requires the basic characteristics to be a good friend um, and what that truly meant to be a good friend. Um, I did have to learn that, I'll admit, and I had to learn that after I was an adult. Um, and once I learned those characteristics, I learned what I shouldn't do in friendships and what was okay to do in friendships and how I had to kind of make some compromisations, but still allow myself to be who I am. Um, and also understanding that good friendships can be complex because they consist of many different characteristics. You're engaging with another individual who, whether they're male or female, just understanding who they are as a person, you know, growing up different or whatever you may have it, just understanding that you're bringing different characteristics to the table and understanding that each one of you are unique. And that's what creates those fun times, those smiles, those good times that you all have And also understanding it creates a level of them being open to you to tell you like, hey, girl, that wasn't okay," Or, you know, you really need to tighten up here or there. But understanding that a good friendship works two ways and that not only friendships don't only come with people outside of your household, that it comes from your parents, your siblings, extended family and other friends and how and also school and work, you know, and how these relationships with other people are very important. Um, because these connections, um, with other people make me feel good about myself. It's not that I need the reassurance for them, but it's just like you have your people if you, if that makes sense. So with that being said, I am going to, uh, be chatting it up with my sister. Like I said, special guest here. 
And I was going to be talking to her about um, how she balances her friendships because, like I said, she's kind of like the friendship guru when it comes to friends. <laughs> so, um, so Sophie, what does it mean to you to be a good friend? Okay. Thank you, sister. Um, thank you for having me on your podcast. I am a fan, so I'm definitely honored <laughs> to um, be able to just sit here, chat it up, and just give my outlook on some things. Um, So what it means to me to be a good friend. Um, So I definitely want to say, as a mom, um, I do try to lead by example and tell my kids, you know, what it means to be a good friend. They're going to make decisions for themselves, you know, a lot of the times because they're little people, you know, just mm-hmm. because they're our children, they don't necessarily see things exactly how we see them. Right. But I do try to lead by example to show them the correct way, not because I'm doing it the best way or I'm perfect, but because I've gone through things and I've learned and this is what's um, more healthy, a right. healthier way. Um, so to me, being a good friend um, is first of all, being understanding to mm-hmm. the other person. And I feel like in order to be a good friend, you have to realize that people's experiences and upbringing shape them into who they are. True. So just because you're friends with somebody, that doesn't mean you're always going to be on the same page or that everything's just going to be rainbow and sunshine because y'all friends. Um, However, if you truly value a friendship, you are going to understand that you have to be supportive, um, honest. And definitely remember to reciprocate in the friendship what you desire in a friendship. So what I mean by that is like you can't want your friend to be supportive of you. But when your friend needs your support, you're not there. Um, You can't allow your unhappiness or situation you may go through to stop you from being able to be happy for your friend. Um, And if you want to be celebrated when you have those moments... You have to also celebrate others. Now, I'm not saying that's what you're going to always get in a friendship. And that's when that understanding comes in. You got to be like, okay, she wasn't able to be here this time. She wasn't able to be happy for me. She going through something. However, those are just things in life that may happen. But as a whole, you should feel like those things are happening in a friendship. So you should be able to also give those things um, in a friendship. And number one for me is respect. Um, always be respectful in friendships, relationships, everything. Respect the other person. Like, if you going to be disrespectful to someone, it's really no reason to even be around them. Mm-hmm. Or it's no, if they can't be respectful to you, you shouldn't have them around you. Because, like, respect is the minimum. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's the basic. So, <laughs> um, I just feel like to be a good friend, just be a good motivator. Don't compete. Competition mm-hmm. and motivation no are competition. not the same thing. A lot of the times I see so much competition and, you know, even in relationships, like don't compete, just motivate, just inspire and encourage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that to me is what a good friend is. It just requires you to be a good person. Sweet. And if you're being a good person, you'll be able to be a good friend. And this is why she's a good real friend, y'all. <laughs> because like she said it does start with respect and a lot of my sister's friends like I have made them my friends because I'm like oh y'all my friends too because they have been friends for a very long time and she balances it well and you know even though she's my sister she's always my friend too and I can say that she doesn't hesitate to 
tell me like, hey, that's not right or that's or, you know, go about it this way or, you know, calm down because I was quick to rah, rah, rah. And she's like, no, well, let's look at the situation. So definitely an all around, you know, good friend and definitely example for not only my daughters, but for her daughters and the girls we have in the family of longtime friendships. And I've seen her like have situations with her friends, but I'm like, oh, that's the end of that. But no, it's not the end of it because they talk it out. They chat it out and they're able to bring it back around. And I've, I see them countless times like show up for each other no matter what they're going through. They show up for each other, not only individually, but for each other's family. And that's really what it's about. Like when I say I've seen them grow, like we've all, we're all the same age. We're on the same age. But I've seen them grow within their family. Like they didn't have kids. They didn't got married. And to watch you know, you guys mm-hmm. still kind of keep that friendship going and that dynamic of it, you know, evolving is such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So that leads to the next question. How do y'all balance that out? Because y'all got your own lives, your own husbands, kids that may be different age ranges. Mm-hmm. How do you like create that balance, especially with a, like my niece, y'all, she's about to go off to college. So that's a whole different dynamic. Don't make me cry. <laughs> That's Don't a different dynamic. And then we have like kids who are going into high school. And then my youngest niece, you know, she's not even in kindergarten yet. So it's like, how do you create those balances with your friendships and also create that balance, not only with your outside friendships, but, you know, your friendships within the household with your husband is fair and, and the girls and keep that combination of the outside friendships with the friendships indoors. And how do you create that balance? Like, how do you do that and remain sane when sometimes friends, you know, friends can require a lot of, out of us, you know, when they're going through tough times. So it's like, how, how do you, how the heck you do that? You got to tell the people. <laughs> um, so a lot of the times I'm not going to even lie. That is one thing that I am still working on and growing on because a lot of the times I give so much of me outside of home that at home I'm like completely drained Mm -hmm. and it's just like thank God that I have a supportive uh, partner you know who's able to pour into me and who's able to like pick up when I can or I'm tired does that matter it it definitely does because if both of us was just like okay we just gonna be on the run be on the run nobody's taking a minute to say hey right chill out what you need then it'll be a bad situation but um what i have learned is now not just even with my friendships because my family my sisters are my best friends too so (laughs) i have to to balance that i have to balance and my friends are my sisters you know right um because i all of my friends are probably like almost 10 years or better you know um because if I consider you a friend, I'm going to keep you around. Like acquaintance, I may keep in contact and stuff like that. But once we become actually, you know, good friends, I'm going to be in your corner. Like, right. I'm going to be that friend. And she for real, y'all. Like, she's going to be in your corner, like, there, there. Yeah. Like, I'm going <laughs> to be right there. I'm going to be understanding. I'm going to hold you accountable. And, you know, but I'm not going to judge you. Some people want to be like judge you while they're holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to judge you because I'm not perfect. And I understand a lot of situations you do have to meet people where they are. Right. But um, the way that I ba- balance it is I try to uh, prioritize like outings and times with my friends. She for real too. And, yeah. Um, when I'm <laughs> like when I'm getting together with my friends, I try to put it on my calendar. 
um, I try to let my husband know or let the kids know, hey, this day I'm going to be this place. So if mm-hmm. you're trying to do something, you probably can't do it unless you have a ride. Or mm-hmm. I tell um, Chris, hey, I have to do this today. Can you be around for Brave or do we need to find a sitter? Like communication is a big part of yep. um, trying to balance um, friendships mm-hmm. or, you know, time with your family and your sisters. Um, in a day to day, though, I just if it's not an outing, I'm just always available. So I might be working. But if my friend gets send me a text and she trying to vent about something, Either I'm going to respond to the text or I'm going to get back to the text, you know, mm-hmm. later. Or if it's like right now and it's urgent, I'm going to put this work on hold for a second. Because, yes, I love, I love, you know, making an income and a living. You know, I have to do that. However, right. um, mental health is important. And Ooh. I don't never want somebody to need me in a time and I'm not able, you know, to be able to be there for them. So even if I can't be physically present, I can be mentally present. Mm-hmm. I can be a listening ear. I can pray for you. I can pray for with you, mm-hmm. and that's just how I try to do it. You know. Yeah, and that's big. That's 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 truly that's big when you say being present and then prioritizing because that's something that I've always felt like was draining me. Like I'll be like, oh, I could be here, I could be there, and I overbook myself for some mm-hmm. some stuff. Oh yeah. And then I'm like, oh man, and then I either forget about the family. And then Kendall's like, well, what about us? Or what we eat tonight? And I'm just like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know, I have learned that from you. Like, I watch you and I'm like, okay, look. Like, she really has this thing prioritized out. Like, and definitely making sure, putting things on the calendar. Making sure I'm that communication piece of communicating. Like, no, I'm going to be here this day. And making sure that I show up when I say I'm going to show up. Mm-hmm. And being present. And making sure it's not draining. Because it helps us. You know what I'm saying? Because we're the mothers and it's like, we have to be, wear so many hats. Like I talked about in the previous episode, we wear so many hats Mm -hmm. that if you don't have that balance between those hats, you're going to be, you know, crazy and drained and nobody wants to be crazy and drained. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, you know what I'm saying? That brings us to, you know, the balance of this whole thing with not just only with our own family and our, you know what I'm saying? Our lifestyle, but work. It's like work takes a whole different dynamic, you know? From us, and because you're at work so, t- so much sometimes, that's like a home away from home in a sense because you spend so much time pouring into that and, and, and that it gets like, man, like, okay, I've been either in this computer too long or I've been, you know, on the phone calls or Zoom calls, whatever, it's so long that, man, like, I ain't even made dinner mm-hmm. or I haven't even caught a check to check and see if kids are okay on the road or mm-hmm. make sure the kids are good at good, you know, whatever that is like, but if a friend call, I'm like, okay, what you need? Like I, you know, over, overdoing certain things in areas mm-hmm. that I found myself that I had to scale back and be like, how do I do that? So I have found a balance, you know, within myself to do that, that when I'm at work, I'm like, I'm at work. And once I make sure my kids are okay, and the family's good. Now I can be all in at work. And then when I clock out, it's like, I'm at, like, now I am clocking into the family mm-hmm. that, you know, I have to balance that. I'm not taking no work beyond this hour. And I have to have that discipline and not feel guilty about, you know, not being able to do what was needed of me. But it's like, I get to that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And people don't know. And, and a lot of people don't see it, but COVID, being quarantined really opened my eyes a lot to be like, dang, like, really I have, 
not really have that much one-on-one time with my kids to be able to like look at them and understand them and what they're going through in the conversations if we didn't have that quarantine period Mm -hmm. so now going back to work and being at work all that time now I look at it like now I gotta pour into my I gotta I gotta have that conversation with my kid and like I talked about with Mia like she gonna talk to me 15 minutes after school so it's like they know how I do do it but how do you do it as far as like creating and I also don't have a toddler you have a toddler Mm -hmm. which which (laughs) requires a toddler lady right a toddler lady (laughs) so it's like that requires more and then like I said you have a uh you're preparing for the next journey where you know I'm saying my oldest niece she's she's gonna be off like Mm -hmm. it is she is branching off into adulthood and it's like Right now, more than ever, you have two ends of, you know what I'm saying, the, the totem pole. Right. And it's like, you have to balance, and you're newlywed. Yeah. So it's like, and then you have, like, so many dynamics to your lifestyle that it's like, your balance is not two scales. It's more so, like, a lot of scales. And it's like, mm-hmm. how do you do that and still be friends to, like, us, your sisters? And also family, extended family, you know, your sister friends. Like, how do you do that? And make it look so damn good. Excuse okay. the cuss words, guys. Girl, you come over my house, you see it look crazy sometimes. That's why. Because I be like, okay, I'm a Monday and Tuesday, I ain't doing nothing. But Wednesday, I'm going to clean up real right. good. And then Thursday, it's going to be cool. And Friday, it's going to start getting a little messy. So Saturday morning, we're going to get up and we're going to do some chores. Right. Like, that type of thing. But, um... Overall, like for me, work, like my nine to five, that's exactly what it is. Like my hours are 7 a.m. to 3.30. And by me working from home, like that is a, a big blessing. Like I prayed for that because mm-hmm. the the commute, going to work and coming from work, like that takes away Extra hours from your day. And having to get up, you know, too early, that takes away hours. So mm-hmm. just think it's only 24 hours in a day. You're going to sleep like six of them if you if you're lucky, you can sleep right. for six and hours. And up like us on, a, on, a, right. on, our, on our chats. Right. You're going to sleep six hours a day. Then you're going to work for, what, eight hours, like yep. eight to ten hours. If you're commuting, you got to work for eight to ten hours. So that goes 16 hours in right. your day. So you don't have anything left over but what? Eight hours? Eight hours. Eight hours in a day. And you got to shower. You got to eat at some point. So let's just say you got four or five hours to actually pour into yourself and your family. That's ridiculous. I am totally against the idea of people working eight hours a day. I feel like you should be able to work. I would say it should be the other way around. You should work four hours Mm -hmm. and you should live the rest of the hours because that is what's needed. And that's why it's so many like mental health issues right now. Yeah, because people are not able to do that because of course money, you gotta prioritize because you need money to live. Right. Um for me, when I get off of work at three thirty, I'm off of work for the most part. Like some days it may be pretty busy, so I might stay and work the whole entire day. I've had times where it's nine thirty, ten o'clock at night and Chris like Sophia for real. Right. I'm like, yeah, but if I do this now, then I could just go ahead and clock right. out for 3.30 the rest of the week. But for the most part, at 3.30, I'm gone. Good night, everyone. See y'all tomorrow at 7 a.m. When I come in at 7 a.m., don't talk to me until it's 7.08 because I'm me? getting everything together. <laughs> I read my emails. And then I'm stopping in the middle of that because I have to get Brave ready for school. Right. So Brave sleeps, and then I get her ready for school. I literally take a 15-minute break, right. 15, 20-minute break to get her dressed, 
do her hair and everything. Right. Chris will help, you know, if he don't have an early meeting or something. And then once she's off, I can really be all, you know, into work. Right, right. Um, Chris makes it so easy because Chris is not yeah, a These husbands are clutch. No, for real. He's not a person who wants you to be up under him all day anyway. Right. So it's like, go ahead and do you. Do your work because I'm doing my work too. Or I'm doing my fantasy yeah. football. You know, I'm having me time. I'm right. reading. Or he listens to... And the guys do it better than us. They know how to get that me time. Yeah, they do. I'm the more so clingy one. I be like, dang, you been at home for four hours and I ain't dinner. He like, you working and I'm working. What's up? Right. Um, So I just try to leave work and let work be work. But with me also working for myself, planning events. While I'm at work, I'm also doing that. Like if I have any Mm -hmm. um, sort of downtime, which is very rare, I'm using that downtime from my nine to five. To work on Sophia Hammond events. Right. So I'm trying to um, message right now the person whose wedding that I'm planning and to ask her, hey, are you doing X, Y, and Z? If you're not, I need this when I see you when uh-huh. we meet because we don't meet that often. Um, and then when I do, I try to get everything in at that right, time. Right. So Chris recently like, hey, you can't offer yourself like that and say, I'm going to come over at this time and I'm just going to stay. And because right. then when you get home, you super tired. You mm-hmm. haven't seen Brave. You just pretty much trying to get in the shower and go to sleep. You right. ain't really eating. Right. So I'm like, that's true. So I'm The balance. It's right. The, it's I'm the, like, it's hey, balance. you got five hours. So when I get there, we need to work. Right. And, um, and that's how I'm going to continue to um, implement it, actually, because yeah. that's true. I just be like burnt out after the fact. But yeah, yeah mess with your mental health, like exactly, and, and that's really big now because we've come so accustomed with just giving ourselves away that it's like I think as a mom, like I look at Kendall like, damn, you can go to the golf course, man. Like you be getting your me time mm-hmm. in, and you don't like it's like they're gonna get their me time in, and they don't they don't feel like oh bad about it. They don't feel like right, but me, I do because I, feel I be feeling it. like sometimes now I will say this. Brave gonna get her time because she will stand on my back. She will be on top of my computer. She will literally talk to the students while I'm talking to the students. Hello. Like she gonna make sure she's seen mm-hmm. and heard at all times. However, my older girls, my teenage girls, sometimes I feel like I don't get any time with them. And it's not by my choice. It's kind of by theirs. Like you've been a teenage girl. Yeah, yeah. You don't really want to hang out with your mom. You don't want to be around your right. mom. So every now and then they'll come in the room and they'll talk. We'll talk about things. And then they kind of just go off into right. their own rooms. Or sometimes I'll just pop in on their room. Mm-hmm. What you doing? You know, just to see what's going on. Sometimes we'll just text each yeah. other all in the same house. But... It's that time. You got to get it in. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Because while y'all may not, the kids not going to think you the coolest. They don't want to hang out with you all the time. Right. They still need to know that You're nothing there. in life is more important yep. than them. At any given moment, I'm going to drop everything because right. of what you need. Right. So, um, I'm hoping that, you know, they got that. I really feel like they do. Yeah. But by me being such a young mom, we grew kind of grew up together. Right. So... If I could go back, though, I would kind of, like, really savor those moments when they were yeah, younger. Yeah. Because now that they older, it's like, dang, she's going to leave. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like did I get it all with in? Her. Right. right. <laughs> I should just leave with her because she still need me. Right. Um. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her go. I'm going to see how she do on her own. But yeah. if, if if she ain't doing good, I'm going to be gone. I'm right. glad I do work from home because I'm going to all be up there because I'm going to put my days in. <laughs> right. I'm going to be in Atlanta, baby. <laughs> but no, that's. That that that's awesome because a lot of times 
that balance is off because you're pulled in so many not pulled i won't say because that kind of gives a negative connotation but mm-hmm. you are de- your demand in so many different areas mm-hmm. is required and it's like that little time whether it's five minutes or ten minutes is like when they come in a room like i and i talked about this in another episode when they when you're when they come to you you gotta be all in mm-hmm. it gotta be like girl what or yes. you know and it's that little piece of advice they like some questions they didn't think he was they didn't think you was gonna they get to stutter uh-uh uh-uh come on come you're on. talking what's up yes you know and it's like yes. that little piece of like communicating with them that you may think like well man like did i say enough or did i get them the best advice but it sticks with them mm-hmm. and it's like no matter what because we have, and guys, we got a, we have a good female um, circle around our girls and around each other and around us. And we also, you know, the boys are starting to have that circle too. But we have a good male connection around these girls too. And we have a good male correct- connection around the boys that is developing, you know, every day. That we are fortunate as a family to have those outlets that if it's not, you know, you, it's me. If it's not me, then it's Tamika. If it's not Absolutely. Mika, then it's another aunt. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, we're so in tune that we're able to make sure that if it's a space, that we are filled in the gap. And that matters. That village matters. Mm-hmm. You know, and... I, you know, and I, it's good. And, and I know, like I said, my oldest, she's off and I have a daughter who is just entering into high school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's what they're always watching. Whether you, like I said, last episode, these kids are always watching and they're not just watching you because you're in the house. They're watching everybody you connect with. Yeah. You connect with the wrong person. They might just find that amusing to them. And want to, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and take advantage of like, Oh, wow. That's cool. Let me try, mm-hmm. let me try this or try that. So it's like, like I said last episode, we are always aware. And one thing about me and my little sister, we're and, and Sophia too. We're always gonna check each other on like, well, what what's this or what's that or why you got this person around or what? The, we, we're always surrounding ourselves with such a positive environment that we are kind of not coddled, but we are like knitted so well. And I thank God for that you know mm-hmm. that knitting of that this family that we have as far as the next generation like that's important it is very and important. i just want to say that like with in with us like with our sister um circle we got like a little bit of everything so like our older sister she lives out of town my younger sister she's a young mom you know, oh yeah just purchased a home um yes. two little ones yes um and then like i said our older sister that's out of town so us three kind of in the middle, me, Tia, and Shamika, we kind of live in close proximity. So we do spend more time together. Yeah. And it's just a little bit of everything. I would say for the most part, I'm going to always offer a little bit of sweet sass, you know, to situations. <laughs> like I'm going to probably try to sprinkle a little sass. sugar on it <laughs> while I'm giving you the truth. And um, Shamika, she always gonna give you it in the raw, in the ugly. Whew. It might even hurt a little bit or give come with a little sting, but you gonna get it and you gonna feel it and you you gonna think about yeah. it. And then Tia gonna be come at you with the realness. Like if she don't get it, she gonna ask you to over explain it till she do get it. Yeah. Or if you know she feels a certain <laughs> type of way about it, she gonna tell you why she feels a type of way and she gonna listen to how you feel. You know, so she gonna offer like that realness. So we definitely have a healthy balance and 
it you can see it amongst our children yep. because it's like they're just a repeat, a repeat. of us yeah. and they watching us they watch how we treat people and they also watch how we allow people to treat us yep. because they'll tell you like if you they hear us talking about something or a situation Makaya or Mikola always mom who so and so did this or why you ain't say that or dang why you said it like that that was a little bogus you know so they gonna yeah. have you have those conversations and if you don't hold yourself accountable, your kids gonna hold you they accountable. They gonna hold you accountable. So when they try to hold me accountable, I definitely oh. So use that same energy for yourself. Yes. When you coming at me. <laughs> and when you make a decision, you trying to act like you don't know why you made that decision. Yeah. You ain't hold yourself accountable. Nah, baby. It worked both yeah. ways. So yeah. I we def I'm definitely grateful for the village that um yeah. that all of our children have because it's necessary, even with our moms. Yeah. Um they provide that stability for them and they're not their friends they're their grandmothers but you know they treating them girls totally different from how they treated us (laughs) so sometimes it get a little fuzzy and it be like okay remember that's your grandma so you still gotta be at home with me but it's still good that they have those safe spaces you know to go to and know that these people they got your back you know whether they if they right wrong or indifferent they got your back and you can come holler at them so Um, all around the board, we good. Even with the guys, the women, you know, we good. And that's, that's a blessing. And that only comes because of, I would say faith, you know, faith in God and, um, staying prayerful and keeping the communication and not allowing conflict to grow, you know, when it's there. Cause it's going to always be conflict, but if you just, um, meet it at the core and address it and not let mm-hmm. it develop and turn into something underlying, you know. That's what, that's what, that's what, period. Your house Families, friends, yes. outside yes. of the house. Because, yes. because that's what we do with our girls. It's like, if we see something inside the house, we're going to be like, uh-uh. Like, we, as, as the village, mm-hmm. whoever's there, we're going to check it. And we also check them with their own friends. There's not a friend that they have that all everybody don't know about mm-hmm. it's like we all know about it and if we like uh-uh no, uh-uh we, uh-uh you better check that don't that allow right. her to treat you like right, that right we're on top of of everything mm-hmm. with these girls and making sure like first you gotta understand your identity before you can be somebody else's friend like be okay with you mm-hmm. never let somebody come in your that face part. and yeah. tell you like uh no i don't like this i don't like that about you no nah, baby this me 100 mm-hmm. percent. and if right. you don't like it you can keep it moving Right. So we we make sure that they understand who they are individ- as individuals first, mm-hmm. and it's not that they hundred percent got it, but just instilling that in them and making sure like this who you are cool we're gonna celebrate that person, but never allow your friends you know outside of you dictate because people will put them their expectations on you people will project their insecurities on you right and they will have you trying to live up to something you ain't even trying to do you trying to live up to what they want to do and right they can't they want to live through you so definitely gotta know you're gonna be you you're gonna be unapologetically you when you mess up we gonna correct that exactly you know but overall you gotta be a leader yeah, that's very yep. important. We're breeding leaders, oh, guys. Yeah. That's Man. what we're doing. We're we breeding leader. leaders. We we and and our daughters are not cocky. They're not cocky. They're not overly over the top. But when you see them, there are they are individuals who understands who they are. They are we are creating great leaders. Confident. So confident, like our girls, 
you know, not saying we, we didn't grow up perfect, but we know we've been through experiences and not the same experiences, but we understand that each one of our experiences shape and mold who we are. And we don't want them to have to experience things at the level they're going to experience things, but not at the level that we had to experience them because then we didn't do our, our work right. for them to create generations that are well off better than us and like i said it's not just about the money when you say generational wealth it's about the richness of the culture within your family mm-hmm. in that village so right you know breaking curses breaking it yes and i told um Micaiah that the other day you know she was upset you know going through her own trials and i'm like she's like i just i know i know i know i messed up i know you're gonna be disappointed you know because of my anger and my emotions and i said well don't ever feel like you can't mess up because exactly. if you was going to be perfect, what you need me for? Right. What do you need a parent for? Exactly. If, every, if you were going to do everything right. Yep. I am here to guide you for when you do exactly. things wrong. Because if you don't, if you lived in my house for 18 years of doing things right and you move out and you mess up, you are not going to be able to handle nope. that. You are going to unravel and you are going to be on a downward cycle because yep. you never ever did anything wrong because yep. you were so busy trying to live up to what I wanted you to be. So exactly. no, I expect that. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that we go through the things that we go through because I can see you at home and I can see how you deal with it. Exactly. So I know it's when healthy. you go out into the world and you deal with how you gonna something that happened to you, I can see how you deal with it. Now, yeah. if at home you didn't deal with it right now, I got to Okay, let me tell you how you should have handled yeah. this or how we can handle this differently next time. So that when something does happen, because things are going to happen, now you're handling it better than you yep. did before. Helping them, like I said last episode, helping them kind of work through their emotions. Mm-hmm. They're going to get angry. They're going to be upset. They're going to have upset moments. But it's how they handle those upset moments and not allowing them to dictate who they are, mm-hmm. but making sure that it they create healthy outcomes of those emotions mm-hmm. because they're going to feel them, yeah. right? All right, so we are going to finish off with uh, this, uh, the last part of this uh, podcast episode. And my final, final, final question is, what is the best advice that you would give Children, your children, not just your children, but other children, nieces, nephews, cousins, whoever, um, about balancing that social life um, with family and as well as work and just life in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm what I will tell all children, um, not just mine, children and adults, period, women, you know, human beings. um, The best advice that I could give is to keep God first, um, not necessarily put religion first, but keep God first, have a spiritual connection, pray and talk to God when you need to. And like lean on that, you know, meditate Mm -hmm. when times get hard, um, keep your priorities in order. Um, always implement your morals and values when you're making a decision, because Mm -hmm. that's the reason you have them so that you can use them. Um, understand that mistakes are going to happen. But be honest with yourself, hold yourself accountable, and allow yourself to make and correct those mistakes. And when you are making mistakes, try not to make the same ones over and over. Because right. what are you learning if you're right. doing the same thing? Um, also, remember that pleasure in life is important. You can't just live um, life and think that you should not have any fun right. you know, at all. But don't let pleasure or fun supersede um, 
your road to success and accomplishing your goals. Make that comes back to your uh, priorities and um, always have open communication with your parents or if you can't have open communication with your parents, have you a successful, um, faithful, God fearing mentor, someone who you can go to and you know that the advice that you are going to get from them is going to be helpful and not hurtful. It's going to be healthy and it's going to motivate you and um, choose the people around you who have something to lose. If you do not have people around you who have anything to lose, they will make you lose things. Do you hear me? If people around you, that is so important because if you hang around people or have hung around people and they don't care about what they do. They don't care about breaking the law. They don't care about any rules at all. Or they want to tell you, forget what your mom said. Yep. Forget what your dad said. Let's do this and that and the other. A lot of the times they don't have anything to lose. They may not be have, have the yep. lifestyle that you have. They may not have the parent or support system that yep. you have. They may not have so many things like you... My, my kids blessed to have a car. They may not have a car. Mm-hmm. They may not have, you know, nicer things. They don't feel like they have anything to lose. So they function as though they don't have anything to right. lose. Be very leery of those people. Yes, you can help people, but you are not Jesus. So do not have people around mm-hmm. you who are able to hurt you and don't have yep. anything to lose. And um, most importantly, never feel pressure to do things that don't align with who you are and who you are becoming. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is so true. That is so, so true. But yes, do not. I had to learn that hard way. And I thank you for saying that, uh, Sophie, because don't have people around you that have nothing to lose because they'll lead you down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. And you do have something to lose. Like when you look just right now, if you just look around where you right now, if you have your family right there, your husband, your spouse, whoever you have right there. That's what you're gambling, you know, when I think about, you know, a lot of things like yourself, just look at yourself, you, like you, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I'm gonna pause off right there because I do have season two coming up, um, very soon <laughs> and we will be deep diving, taking a deeper, deeper, deeper dive into some really, really, really good topics. Um, but like I said, guys, this is the end of season one, my first official season in no way. No better I'm proud way. Of you, sister. <laughs> I'm proud of you. No better way to end it uh, than with my sister talking about her phenomenal friendships and how she balances those with her work and life, um, and how I continue to learn from her friendships and how she uh, balances those. Uh, but needless to say, like I always say, keep God first, Here's and me. oh, honey, just, just be. be. Uh, <laughs> I will not be dropping the next episode next Wednesday, but you can catch me this fall, fall 2022 for episode, uh, sorry, season two um, that will be coming out. And I will be highlighting the topics we'll be talking about in that season sooner rather than later. But other than that, I am checking out and I will catch you guys in the fall. Thanks for joining me this season um, on my podcast, my first ever season. Um, So thank you so much and peace out.